Okay, Boker Tov, today's daf is daf Lamed Gimel and Psachim. We learned for a four shleim of Tova Miriam Bas Dvora Mindel. <clears throat> Yesterday we uh, got off a little bit off on a tangent uh, from the topic of uh, Truma, and Truma itself might have been a tangent, but uh, but we got off on this discussion about, um, we had a machlok between Abashol, and the Tanakama, when it comes to truma, does it when you uh, when you uh, misappropriate truma and you eat it, you have enough from it? Does it is the chiyah based on uh, shava pruta of truma or is it based on a kazayas? The Tanakama said that it depends on a kazayas. Abishol says it depends on shava pruta. We had an opinion. Rapapa said maybe Abishol holds you need both. In other words, if you're lacking either one, you're not chayiv in the carbon meila and to pay 125 percent. The Gemara then discounted that. And the Gemara says, how do we discount that? He says, no, that uh, we've proven that Abishol only holds that it depends on Sheva Pruta, not on the Kazayas at all. And then the Gemara said that even Rapapa retracted. And how do we know that Rapapa retracted? This is where we got off onto this discussion about Me'ila, which is not as we're talking about Truma. We discussed Me'ila from there because the Gemara says, Me'ila, why does it say if you sin, Bishkaga? You, you don't have to, you, then you bring a carbon. But you don't have to bring one of the mazid. What do you mean? If, if other uh, sins which aren't as, um, aren't as stringent, uh, like chaylev and dam, things like that, which are chayv karas, but uh, those things you're potted from a carbon if you did it b'mezid, me'ila, which are, which, I mean, sorry, which those are more stringent apparently. Me'ila, which there's no karas, certainly you should be potter from a carbon if you did it the maze. In other words, apparently me'ila is less stringent than chaylev and dam. Nothing more says, no, just the opposite. Me'ila is more stringent because there's misubide shamayim. So if there's misubide shamayim, you might think what? That uh, it's more chamur and therefore, uh, and therefore, you should bring a carbon even if you did it the mazid. Kamash Mulan Bishkaga. No, you don't bring it. You don't bring a carbon if you did it the mazid. In other words, the question was, what do you need a pusik for? Lachora, if by more stringent things you don't bring a carbon if you did it the mazid, certainly by less stringent things, there's no. Me'ila is more stringent because Yechayev Misa. Okay, Misa Vishmaim. Misa Vishmaim and Karas are both similar. They're not exactly the same, but they're similar. So the Gemara said, what do you mean? At the beginning, you thought that Karis was more Hummer than Misa Shemaim. Then afterwards, you thought Misa Shemaim was more Hummer than, than Karis. What's going on over here? So the Gemara is looking for a, a way out. So the Gemara came out. Well, one idea was, I'll tell you what the difference is. The difference is, is that by Me'ila is more Hummer. You know why? Because you're Chayiv even on less than a Kazayas. Less than a Kazayas. So therefore, oh, it's, oh, it's a good answer. That's a good answer. So since you're so stringent, you're Chayiv even less than a Kazayas. I might think, what, that therefore you should have to bring a carbon even if you were over B'mezid. You did it on purpose. He says, oh, that's a good answer. May your mind be at ease because you put mind. He says, what kind, of, what kind of an answer is that? He says, I didn't really give you a good answer. Other people threw an axe at it. Why? Because how do you know that uh, if you're Meza, if you do Me'ila B'mezid, you're Chayv Misa? So the Machlokas, Rebbe and the Chacham say you're only, it's only a law, but according to Rebbe, that you're Chayv Misa, wake, you learn out from Truma. And Truma is only, you're only Chayv with a Kazayas, so Me'ila is also Kazayas. So what kind of an answer is that? Me'ila, you're Chayv even less than a Kazayas? It's a weak answer. Oh, so what does it all have to do with us? Because we're trying to prove that Rapapa retracted from his interpretation of Vashol. At first, Rapapa said, maybe Vashol holds you need both the Kazayas and the Shavapruta. And Rapapa says, what do you mean? How do you know? How do you know that Rebbe holds like the Rabbanan? Who say what? That you're chayev based on kazayas. Maybe it's like a shawl that says it depends on a shavapruta, even though there's no kazayas, right? So the Morris says, right? So that's what Rapapa asked on that answer. 
Maybe he holds like uh, Bashal that it all depends on Sheva Prutha, not a Kazayas at all. But Rapapa before said you're Chayev both of it, that Rabbi Shol says you need both, both the Kazayas and the Sheva Prutha to be Chayev, a Korban Me'ila and pay the 125%. Rapapa Dharma, Abu Shol Taita Bar El Shmam in the Harder So we see that Rapapa retracted from his opinion, and therefore he held like the Pashup Shat, that the Chum say, when are you Chayev? When you, when you eat Truma, you eat it or you drank it or you anointed yourself with it, you had enough from it. When are you Chayev to Korban Me'ila and pay 125%? When? When there's a Kazayas. That's a Chacham. And Abishol says no. Abishol says it's only based on Sheva Prutim. That's how we came out. But in terms of the difference between why does a Tarfa tell you by Me'ila, your potter, if you did it, is it only Bishkaga or Yuchai of a carbon? Because you might think, uh, you might think like we say over here, you might think that, uh, what, what, what you might think? You might think it's more Chamor because, uh, because it's, um, it's, it's, uh, because it's Chayv Mitzvah Shemayim, so the other one's also Karet. So why? Oh, because maybe you're Chayv on less than a Sheva Pruta. Uh, that doesn't work either. You're, you're Chayv on a Sheva, you're Chayv uh, only on a Sheva Pruta, not on, or, or Chayv only uh, less than a Kazayis by Mila. No, it's not a, it, you need a Kazayis there too, just like by Truma. So, so therefore we, so that was the, the whole issue over here. And Rapapa asked, how do you know Yosek Rabban? He holds it's tough as Shavapruta and not on Kazayas. So maybe you really a Be'me'ila, you are Chayef on less than a Kazayas. Maybe you are. Difficult to say though, because if you learn it out from Truma, Truma is also Chayef of Kazayas. So Rapapa said, how do you know the Rebbe holds like the Rabbanan? Maybe he holds like a Bashal that you're Chayef in Shavapruta, even though it's less than a Kazayas. So then you could ask the Kash and you could say, okay, yeah, you know what? I, why do I need the pasuk to tell me by me Yuchayev only b'shogeg not b'mezid? Because you might think since b'shogeg since b'mezid if you did it b'mezid Yuchayev even on less than a sheva pruta, so you should bring a carbon too. Kamashma, I mean less than a kazayas. Kamashma, and yes, you, 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 that you do have to that you're pasuk from a carbon anyway. It's only b'shkaga. And as you might think since Yuchayev on less than a kazayas, according to Abishol, less than a kazayas, so all it takes is a sheva pruta. Leaving less than kazayas, Yuchayev. So you might think you should bring carbon also even b'mezid kamashma, and you don't. That's one way to understand that Gemara, that difference of why, what the Kasha was. And it was, why do I need a Pusik? Why can't you say, if other things, even Chayef Karas, your Pater, from a carbon, if you did it to Mezid, certainly by Mila. No, Mila has a Chumrah that even less than a Kazayas, according to Abishol, your Chayef, even, your Chayef, even less than a Kazayas. And therefore, you might think you have to bring a carbon even to Mezid. That brings us up to where we left off yesterday. Marbre de Ravana says a, def- a different Sephara. Why I would think that Me'ila is more Chamur and therefore you should bring a carbon even if you did the Mezid. Marbre de Ravana Amar Hachikomar. Lo imat b'shar mitzvahs. Other mitzvahs like what? Like Dam and uh, other mitzvahs in the Torah of Dam, Koros, etc. Shalos, Ben, Shem, Eskavan, Kim Eskavan. If you didn't have Kavana to do it, didn't, you know, you know, you, they're, they're, they're you're different. You didn't, get, didn't give you the same Chiyuv. Ain't a Meskavan is like a Meskavan. Shem Meskavan Lachtuch is a Tolish. Let's say you had Kavana on Shabbos, to cut something, and you thought it was detached, and you cut something which is mechuber, shepater, you're putter over there because it's not melechus machshevus. You went to cut a piece of celery and you thought it was already in the kitchen, you thought whatever, you thought it was in the garden, you thought it was already detached, and you cut mechuber. But by me'ila, if you had kavana, let's you know, so you picked up the wrong thing, but your hand went in the wrong place. You know that there are uh, whatever shearings of hulin, there are shearings of of uh, kachim, 
and you had kavana to warm yourself with the chulin ones, and you did what the ones of the gizei ola, the carbon, whatever. Your moel over there, even though it's what we call not lechs machshevus, you weren't intending for that. You picked up the wrong thing. You know what's chulin, what's and what's uh, kachin, but you picked up the wrong thing. Well, by Shabbos, we say over there, you're potter, and here you say you're chayim karb meila. So that's why I'm going to think that meila should be chayim even if you did it amazed. Rav Nachman Yitzchik says, no, that's not good enough. That answer that you just gave about any meskav meskav is not good enough. Why? Because he said they're also in other words, the, the two things are, are, are not, the, it's not a good comparison. Rashi in the first of the, in the middle section of the wide lines, but not the widest lines. When the lines first get wide, Rashi and as if you were busy cutting, he says, that's not a good example. Even if you were in a heta, but you, by mistake you cut something, which is also, even though you're not Moscow and Lizette, still because you were planning on cutting. If you're planning on cutting, it's still, it's still considered, you need Machim Shevis, you're still Chayev over there. And as long as, it, what, what, what was you, why were you a uh, Shogi? You were Shogi, you forgot it was Shabbos, so you didn't know that this was, you didn't know that this was uh, us to do on Shabbos. But the point is, is that even though you were scouting for something else, but you were Osik and cutting. So he learns as long as you're Osik and cutting, you're still Chayev there too. What's an example of a difference? If you're, misasik means you were occupied with one thing, you weren't even involved in cutting. You were just picking up something. You were just lifting something and by mistake you cut it. So you weren't even, you weren't even occupied with doing the same action. You were on Shabbos, you were planning on picking up something which was detached. You were just picking it up. You weren't cutting it. V'chotach has by mistake. You cut mechuber. There you're potter. That's not melech from shevish. You're potter. Toma be'ila she'im. But over here by me'ila, even if you weren't doing the same action at all, you were just reaching. You weren't planning on lifting something up or putting your hand at something. You were reaching over. Shem hoshit yado lekli litol chayfetz. You you uh, stuck your hand out uh, into a uh, vessel to pick up something out of the vessel, and by mistake some. Uh, the shemen of uh, Kachim was inside the vessel, and you stuck your hand in it, so you anointed it. You were all over there. There, you weren't even doing the same action. So he says, that's the difference. In other words, by uh, if you're talking about Meskavin, even by other Malachas, by other things, Shabbos also, it still can be considered Malachas Meshavas because you were planning on doing that action. You were cutting. So you could say over there that you're Chayev there too. Whereas Masasik, the real Masasik, to, to compare the difference and say that by Shabbos, you're Potter, and over here, you're Chayev, is you weren't even involved in that action. You were reaching, and you had an awe. In the case of Shabbos, uh, if you were just uh, doing a different, you were just lifting something. You weren't cutting. You didn't have a knife in your hand. You were just, you thought it was detached. You lifted it up and by mistake you cut it. There you're putter. So he says, that's the difference between the two. That's all to explain why you would have a havamina that me'ila, you should be high of a carbon even if you did it b'mezid. But at the end, we say, so the Pusik says, no, v'chata b'shkaga, only you're only high of a carbon me'ila and 125% if you did it b'shogeg. If you did it b'mezid, as we said, you're high of misi b'day shemayim. And you have to pay the Kohen back for the truma that you took, unless you all like Rebuchir Merakana, that there's Kamarab Meneh even by Misa Videh Shemayim. Now back to the Gemara that we Prime? said. Yeah. Prime? Mm-hmm. Th- these are very nice distinctions. What are they based on? On a Pusik? Yeah, all on Psukim. On Psukim. There's Machloks about it too. Interpretation of Psukim. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because it's of a course. very nice distinction. Yeah, yeah. But we're talking about a Chiyav Misa or, yeah. or a Chiyav Shogay. A, a Shogay. Words, what's it based on? No, it's a Chiyav. When are you Chiyav a carbon? Based on the psukim, no, how do you, it's well, based on how you learn the psukim. Nice it's I based on how you learn the psukim of Mleches Machshevus by Shabbos. Uh, according to the first opinion, 
your putter, even if you uh, were planning on cutting something that was uh, detached, and by mistake you cut something that's detached. The second opinion, Rachman Yitzchak says, no, that's also Melech Zemashevah. So real Mesasek is when you're planning on doing another action. But it's based on the Psukim of how you understand the Melech of Shabbos. All the Melechas of Shabbos are based on Psukim, but a lot of it is Halach Lemosh Sinai. How do you understand the Machlokas? And there's Machlokas and everything, even Meskavan and Meskavan, the Machlokas of Shimon Rabbi Yudah, are Yechayev on Shabbos, Meskavan and Meskavan. In any case, uh, even if you hold it, you're high for, for, uh, for Eina Meskavan, but there's a difference between Shabbos of Eina Meskavan and Me'ila Eina Meskavan. That's what the Gemara is making a difference of. It's all to bring you a Havman. Amar Mar. Now, we said yesterday, in the discussion, remember we were talking about the discussion yesterday, was about by <coughs> Truma, if you had Hanoah from Truma's Chometz on, on Pesach, and yet Hanoah, you have to pay back. Do you have to pay back or not? So it depends what you hold. If you say what, left for the push shot in the Mishnah, that you ate from someone's, you have to pay 125%. Why? Because it's based on volume or measure of how much you ate. Uh, then you have to pay. If you hold that it's based on, um, that it's based on the worth, well, it's not worth anything. Chomets on Pesach is worthless. Okay. So we said, right, Chomets on Pesach is worthless, so you don't have to pay anything. However, you would, you know, right? And if it was, if it belonged to Hegdish, you would have paid because it was worth something to Hegdish. But if you did it to Mezid, your potter meant to Shluman the Mezid. And if you did it to Mezid, your potter, why? Because you didn't take anything. It was Osir Banan. That was a push-up shot. It was another interpretation the way Rabbi, the way, um, uh, Rabbi Yosek Lili would learn the Mishnah. Rabbi Yosek Lili says, you're allowed to, that you could have a no from Chametz on Pesach. So he'll have to learn, like we said, you could say that he holds this even because it has value to it. If he did it b'meza, then why are you potter? Because he holds like a b'chui medikona that, uh, that, um, come to Ramine in that case too. But when the Gemara would explain this, machlok is to know whether you hold, it's based on volume, and it's a truma that you have to pay. When you, when you damage truma, you have to pay based on volume, which could be even if it's valueless, or is it based on value, you have to have a shava pruta, so the Gemara said, the Medvar Mamurim, about 10 lines from the bottom of Lamed Beis of Adolf, yesterday's stuff. It says, when is that? When you were Mafish Truma originally, and then it became Chometz. Let's say you Mafish Truma, and it became Chometz on Pesach. It got, uh, got wet, it became Chometz. Or you had Chometz before Pesach that was Truma, and then on Pesach it became Asr Bano, right? Once it's uh, Pesach. But if you were Mafish Truma's Chometz on Pesach that way, then it's not Kedusha because it never was, uh, never was Truma. It was worthless. You have to give something to the coin. That's what the Gemara said. Now, how do we, now we're going to analyze that. Omer Mar. Your Mafish was originally and became Chomets. Now we have this discussion. But let's say you were Mafish, the Chomets, even as if the Truma that you ate. You ate Chomets uh, on, on Pesach. You ate Truma's Chomets uh, illegitimately. You weren't supposed to eat it. And the question is, do you have to pay or not? What do you have to pay? And what's, what carbon in Chayev? But let's say... Your mafish originally, when the Kohen or whoever got, when the Kohen got the Truma, it was already Chomets and it was on Pesach. If your mafish Chomets Truma, that has no Kedush at all. That's not Truma. That's not Truma. It's worthless. The, the Kohen got it. You gave him, you gave him Truma's Chomets on, on Pesach. That's worthless. It's not, it's not Truma at all. There's no Chiv over there. How do you know this? Pasuk says you have to raise your stromosachem, Tito only have to give to the coin. Velola Urob, not for his fire. You have to give it to him that he could have pleasure from it, not just use it for, for fuel. That's a dash in the Pasuk. Masa Ravuna, Braid Rav Yeshua. What do you mean? It's got to be Roy for him to eat? Let's say you have. You have produce, and you want to give truma to the coin, truma and mysis, but you start with truma to the coin so that you can, so that you can, uh, you know, eat it. 
So you can't give, you're not supposed to give from Tomei Alatar. It's improper. Vim Tarim, but if he did Bishogate, Trumasutrum, if he did Bishogate, if he did Bameza, the Chacham Kansan you, it's no good. But if he did Bishogate, it is a good Truma because at the end of the day, whether Truma Tmei or Truma Tahora, uh, it's okay, even though you Tmei. Now the Tmei, he can't eat. Bamai, why do you say lay below below the uro? You just said the Pussy says you have to give something to the coin that he could eat, not that he has to burn. And over here, so how, how even if you did a Peshogate, but you gave Truma Tamea, how does that work? It's all Kasha, Hasa, my soul, Shasa, Kosha. There, it was originally okay. The Truma was originally good Truma. Torah became Tomei, but it had a Shasa Kosher. So therefore, it's good enough, right? When it says Titan Lo Below, it means it had to have a Shasa Kosher originally. It couldn't be from its inception. As soon as it became Truma, it was not Roy to be eaten. That's no good. But over here, it was Roy to be eaten when he first separated it. Later on, it became Tomei, but it was Roy to be eaten. But over here we're talking about if that, that if when you were mafresh the truma, it was already on Pesach and it was already chametz, so it was never never right to be eaten. So how's it how's it possible that it never had a shasa kosher? I understand if it never had a shasa kosher. I understand you took grain on 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 Pesach, right? You had some grains and you turned that into bread. Fine, but originally it wasn't chametz. It turned chametz on afterwards. You're saying if it had a shasa kosher, it's okay. Right? But over here it's speaking about he says, How's that possible? Going to Ichmitz from Mechuber. It's possible for the thing to become, uh, to get fermentation, in other words, to become leaven, while it's Mechuber if it's fully grown. Uh, the Mephashim explained if it's fully grown and it no longer needs unique, it doesn't need any nourishment from the ground, it's like ready to be picked up off already and you get it wet, it can become Chametz there too. I can go to Ichmitz. But if it became Chametz once it's been detached, so then, uh, once it's been detached, then it had a shasa kosher because you know you were mafresh it right then, right before, but after after it was uh, detached, you were mafresh the truma, and then it became chametz. Had a shasa kosher. How can I the kacha? Is that really the case? In other words, you're saying that the only time that this whole thing applies that if it, that if you say medvor mafresh truma beichmitza, the whole issue is that uh, it was originally good truma, but if you're mafish chametz originally as truma, everybody says that's not kadosh. Is that really the case? If you're ma- if it became chametz once it's detached, so it had a shasa kosher, so to speak, the wheat had a shasa kosher, then it is kodesh. Is that really the case? He says, yes, Bigzerus Irin Piskima, this sentence was said by the decree of the angels. Uva Mimer Kadeshin Shilt, it's a Pasuk and Daniel, just quotes it of saying is that this has holy, this, this was accepted by the holy people. This thing that I said is the sentence of the angels, it was decreed, and with the saying of the holy ones was this ruling. In other words, that, uh, that it's, uh, this, is, this is valid. The Chaim Morim Bemem Marashikavasim, they Pasuk in the base Medish also like me, that, 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 that what? That this that we say, your mafresh truma, and it became chametz. And if you ate it now, with the whole discussion, do you have to pay or not? If you were uh, if you were mole in the truma, if you ate the truma, that's only when it was originally truma and then became chametz. But if it was chametz originally and never had a shasa kosher, then it's not even truma at all. But Rav, Rav, Rav Huna disagrees. He also Rav Huna when he came from Eretz Yisrael, Amar he said Amar Kol the pasuk says. Let's just finish this. Let's just finish his line. Amar Amar he says Rashis Sheshira Nikarin Yisrael. No, he says even if it was detached, even if it was detached originally, you could still have a case. You could still have a case where it's not kadosh. In other words, it became chametz afterwards. How? Because if when you were mafreshit, it was detached, right? So it was in the form of grain or whatever, right? And then you were mafish and you gave the truma. But if it was already, if it was Tomei at that point, if it was Tomei already at that point, then it was never a chance for the Israel to, to eat it. Meaning 
Truma has to be where, what does Truma mean? To separate, right? La trim, you know, we give donations, separate the money from your wallet, right? You want to lift up the money, separate it from you. So here also, we're talking about you lift it up, you separate it from the rest of it. That goes to the Kohen and the rest now could be eaten. Until now, it was all Tevo. Now, we, so he says like this, therefore, he says, Rashi in the top line, they are recognizable as you give this to the Kohen, the rest is recognizable. If you're mafish tumas chametz, even if it wasn't, it became chametz after it was detached. You don't have to say that far out thing. It's talking about. It's only speaking about you know that that if it became chametz on the on the uh, on the sheaf, so to speak, on when it was attached to the ground, then it's the only time that tumas chametz it doesn't is not really truma. No, even if it was truma, even if it became chametz afterwards. Tells goes into about not, but but the point here is is that even if it was detached and became chametz after it became detached. And then your mafreshit, it's also not truma because it wasn't, it doesn't have to say it had a shasa kosher because even, even if it had a shasa kosher, it basically, it, you're not, by giving the truma at that point, you're not matcha the other food to be eaten because that's not good. That's the, the, uh, the rest of it can't be eaten because it's chametz. In other words, if let's say, uh, you know, uh, on, on, on uh, Pesach, on Chalamoy, you gathered up your uh, grain and, you ma- and, and, uh, and it became chametz, and then you're mafish and you give the truma uh, to the Kohen. So you say, well, is that good truma or not? No, because the other people, the Israel, can't eat it either because it's chametz. Therefore, it's not a proper truma. So even though it became chametz after it was detached, it still is not a proper truma, and therefore this whole discussion wouldn't apply. Our whole discussion about if you ate a Kohen's truma, are you chayev or not? Are you chayev did b'shogeg, Misha says, if you pay based on volume, yes. If you pay based on value, not. That whole discussion is only if it was originally good truma. And now it became chametz on Pesach. Either it became chametz on Pesach or it was chametz before Pesach, but before Pesach it wasn't really usher. But if it was originally, when at the time that he gave the truma, the time your mafish your truma was already chametz, that's no good. I'm sorry, what were you going to ask him? Okay, I, I answered it. Oh, yes, we're good. Okay, good. All right. Yosef. Uh, I, yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, can only be on the patch. You can't make a field. Uh, I, I, I'm not fresh half my field with truma. You can't, uh, only if it's, only if it's, uh, Correct. Uh, you can only, right, you can only give the truma after it's detached, but the question over here was, in the first shot, the question was, it became chametz already while it was attached. You weren't mafresh to truma yet. Truma can only be done, there's only if you give truma, as we'll see, we'll see that on Shabbos and stuff also, only after it's been detached and piled up in a creek. Even if it's detached, you don't give the truma until it becomes what we call grain. In a pile, it's grain. Otherwise, there's no chiv and truma semisis yet. Here we're just talking about when did it become chametz. Is there such, there's such a possibility it became chametz, but the second opinion is you don't have to even say that. You could say that, that when is it not truma at all, even if it uh, became chametz afterwards. But if, 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 if at the time you gave the truma, it was already chametz, so you didn't say, oh, here's the Kohens and here's the Israels. The Israel can't eat it either, and therefore it's not a problem. Proper truma. Now we come to another discussion. 
Yosef, it related to, we, we mentioned the other day, that's what I just want to say, we go back in yesterday's off, remember in the whole discussion, he says, wait a minute, it didn't have a, how could you say you have to pay, there was no Hanoah, right, it wasn't worth, the Chumas and Pesach wasn't worth anything, what kind of Hanoah is there? He says, well, by Chumatmei, yeah, but there you could, you could burn it, whole discussion, he says, this is, you know what this is comparable to? It's comparable to the Truma of berries, let's say strawberries, blueberries, whatever, berries and grapes, right? That there that became Tomei, you can't eat them, and you can't burn them either, right? You can't burn them. That doesn't burn. Ah, but what could you do? You could turn them into juices, right? You could make them juices and sprinkle them. No, don't do that, right? It's also, you know why? Because if you keep them around the house, you might come to eat them. You, know, you got some blueberry juice or, or, um, or grape juice or wine, whatever, uh, that's truma tomea, you might come to eat it. So don't even leave it in the house, right? That's we'll, what's up. But because we mentioned that the other day, that's why we got into the following discussion, which is a to- uh, totally different discussion. Back to Tumantara. Yosef Ravacha Ba Ravavi Kamed Rav Chista. He was sitting in front of Rav Chista. Yosef Omer Mishmed Rav He said the name of Rav Yochan. Remember that it was Rav Yochan he said this. Anovim Shinitmu, grapes that became tomei, Okay, grapes that became tummy. Let, let, let me explain first of all what the machlok this is going to be over here. When a, dra- when a grape becomes tummy, the outside is tummy, right? It was touched, uh, let's say, a sheretz or a person that was at a funeral. The inside, what about the inside? The juice on the inside, the inside. So the first opinion is, is no, that doesn't become tummy because that's inside. That's a separate thing. It's like in a separate holding area. It's in a, a separate, uh, it's stored away in a container. It's not really Tomei unless it touches the shell on the outside. That's the first opinion. Another opinion is no. The grape is part of the, the inner part of the grape, the outer, the shell and the inner part. It's all one thing. If you tell me the outside, you tell me the inside. It's absorbed in there. It's absorbed in the outer wrapping, the shell or whatever you call the, uh, the it's called in, in the Gemara, the Torah calls it the Zag, right? The outside of the uh, grape. So the first opinion over here is that the inside, even though the inside makes up the bulk of the grape in terms of how do you measure grapes? A kazai is a kabetza. The inside goes to, uh, goes to make up the bulk. However, the inside is not attached to the outside. It's separate. So he says like, let's say you had grapes that became tummy in the outside. So what do you want to do? But you, but you want to use the grapes, let's say in the base of Migdash. He says, you know what you could do? You can tread on them. In other words, you can process them less than a kibetz at a time. In other words, less than an egg's amount of grapes at, of grapes at a time. The yain and kosher nusachim, the yain is kosher. Do you know why? Any food can become tummy b'mashu, whether it's, a, whether it's an ochel or a mashka. However, Rashi points out a few lines down, not quite halfway down, that when it comes to ochel and mashka, the only time food or liquids is matami something else, even though a lot of that tum is drabona that we discussed in the last parak. But it's only mitame if it's a kabetza. It's got to have a kabetza. So now over here, or a mashka has to be revius. So over here, what are you talking about? You have grapes. The grapes, you have a whole thing of grapes became tame, right? But the inside's not tame. And therefore, what can you do to, to avoid the grape juice or the wine coming out of there uh, from being tame? Process less than a kabetza of grapes at a time. If you have less than a kibetz of time, so what do you do? You start stamping on them, right? The juices flow out. When the juices flow out, they touch the shells, which are tummy, right? What's the word for, for, for shells? There's a better word for grape shells. What are they called? I, you know, the skin, whatever, the skin, like, the skin, right? The skin of the grapes, they're going to touch it. But at that point, the liquids are touching less than a kibetz 
of the shells, right? The shells, the kibetzah included even the inside. So certainly when it starts oozing out, you have, and you started with less than a kibetzah of grapes. So now less than a kibetzah of grapes is touching the liquid coming out. And therefore it's not tome because you need a kibetzah to be metami something, a kibetzah food to metami something else. So you see he holds that the mashka, the, the juice inside, inside the grape is stored away. It's contained. It's not part, it's not attached, so to speak, to the, of course, it's 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 touching the uh, skin on the inside, but it's not considered absorbed in the skin, according to this. La'emus come tummy. So when it will become tummy? Lachisachelu. When you start squeezing it out, well, lachisachelu. Less lashir. There's no shear because you don't have a kibetz of grapes. Ihochi kibetzanami. So wait, why do you say it has to have less than a kibetz? He says, you know how you do this? I'll tell you how you kasher it. I'll tell you, you could use the grape juice inside. Always have less than a kibetz of grapes. He says, so why do, you, why do you have to have less than a kibetz of grapes? You could even have a kibetz of grapes. Why? Because as soon as the first drop comes out, right, you already have less than a kibetz. Because you see, the drop, the inside, which is touch, which has to touch the outside, right, as soon as the first drop comes out, it already has less than a kibetz because you had an exactly a kibetz of grapes. So if a drop comes out, you don't have a kibetz anymore. Yochi kibetz anami, tatnan, tomei. Mace, a person who was Tommy Mace, he went to a funeral. He's a avatuma. Shesachat zeisamarim. He squeezed grapes, uh, olives or grapes. Kabeitza. He started with the kabeitza of the olives and grapes. Mechuvenes, an exact kabeitza. Tahorin, that's tar, right? Why? Because as soon as the first drop comes out, you don't have a kabeitza anymore. So the answer is so. So if the case, why do you have to do less than a kabeitza? Now, this is all if you hold that the liquid inside is separate. It's contained separately. It's stored, but it's not, it's not absorbed in the skin, right? So why do you even need a less than a kibetz? If you have kibetz, he says, even a kibetz exact works. It's hasem, the yavid. There, it's bidiyavid. The bidiyavid, if you had exact kibetz, the first drop that comes out already, you have less than a kibetz, so therefore it's not tameh. But over here, we say start with less than a kibetz, because we say if you take an exact kibetz, it might be a little bit more than a kibetz. If you have a drop more than a kibetz, listen carefully, if you have a drop more than a kibetz of grapes, it's hard to measure a kibetz exactly, right? There, there is space in between, right? But if you have exactly kibetz, if you have exactly a kibetz plus, kibetz and a mashu of grape, then it would become tummy because as soon as the first drop comes out, it becomes tummy by touching the kibetza of the grapes and then it's mixed up with all the other stuff. So there he's just telling you if you did it with an exact kibetza, it's okay, but the chachila, don't use an exact kibetza, use less than a kibetza because if you, t- if you try to, to use a kibetza, you might have a kibetza and you might have a little bit more. Hasem, the oven. Maybe you'll use more than a kibetza. That's why he said lechachila, you should have less than a kibetza. Amalei Rav Chista, Rav Chista said to this Rav Acha Baravya, Kameh he said to Rav Bar Ravavia, who said that in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Man is the Who's going to listen to you and your Rebbe Rabbi Yochanan over there? Wait, you're saying that the the liquid is not absorbed in the shell and the skin of the grape? It was tame. Where did the tame go? I understand you. You're saying you could take tame grapes or tame olives and have a lesson a shear and squeeze them out, and you can use that in the Holy of Holies in the base of Migdash. You could do that. What are you talking about? That it was tummy. No, the liquids inside the grapes or the or the uh, olives, whatever, they're absorbed in the skin. And therefore, if the skin is tummy, if the grape is tummy, the whole thing is tummy. The kivendit mulei. Once the food, meaning the skin, is tummy, it mumashkin. Mashkin is also tummy. It's one big thing. 
you don't hold the mashkimifke, you don't hold that the that the liquid is just stored up in there, it's not attached, it's not absorbed in the in the skin. For a tanan, we learn. What about this mission that we just quoted? Tommy Mace, We just quoted this two lines ago. If he squeeze grapes, mechubenis kabeitza, or kabeitza mechubenis is the girsa, an exact kabeitza, tahor, and it's tar. Why is it tar? If you say it's stored in there, I'll tell you why it's tar, because as soon as the first drop comes out, there's no more kabeitza. If you say it's absorbed in the skin, am I tar? Why are they tar? It was tommy lechadchila. How could it become tar now? You know what happened over there? There it's speaking about, he says, you know, there's Rav Chista's answers. There it's speaking about grapes that were not, remember, food, a food, a, a solid food in order to become tame, first of all, it has to be detached from the ground. And that has to be mushal kabatuma. It has to get one of the seven liquids have to touch it before, even if it gets dried up. But it has to be mushal kabatuma. Liquid doesn't have to be mushal kabatuma. But if you were talking about the grapes, the grapes are a solid. They weren't mushal kabatuma. That's why it's that's why it's tar over there because it's speaking about the grapes weren't really tame. In other words, a tame mace person who was tummy mace, he was tummy, and he squeezed the grapes. How did he squeeze the grapes without touching them? Because he used boards, he used flat boards, he didn't actually touch the grapes. When they become when he squeezes them out, so then the liquid from inside is machshu, the grape skin on the outside. Well, once you, once they're mushla kabotuma, there's already less than the shear to be mitame the rest of it. So he said, that's what's speaking over there. Kisachalu, batsul is less than shear. Dilo temahachi. Rashi also has a shot. He says he heard. Rashi, even from Kabbalah it needs a kabetza. That's another shita. But the general accepted version is is not that in order to be Kabbalah it can be tamal any any amount. So over here, but over here, so why is the why is the liquid okay over there? Because now the grapes only become. Tame, it only become tame once the first drop comes out and is machshem kabotuma. But then you already have less than a, a kabetza of grapes. So now less than the kabetza of grapes uh, is is uh, cannot be matame the liquid inside. If you don't say that, right? This that we say. Uh, in other words, I guess you have to learn that once the grape is complete, if the grape is complete and the grape became tummy, the inside's tummy too. But if the grape is not tummy, so it only becomes tummy when the liquid touches it, but at that point, you don't have a kibetza, and at that point, they're already loose, so you need the solid part of the grape to tummy the liquid. Because if you hold that it's still one piece, then it should be makabal tumma anyway, no matter how it is, because any shear should be makabal tumma. Dilo temahochi, haratanya ha lamaza doma, we heal the other day on lamed bezim and alf. Lamaza doma tumas tusim, that's why it's brought down over here probably. What's this comparable to tumas uh, grapes, uh, berries, and zesim and oven grapes, shenitmu, shein lebolo heter, achil belo heter sakka, there's no heter at all, right? If they're tame, you can't eat them, and you can't burn them, they don't burn, right? Right? Ha heter achil and amis, but what are you talking about? Uh, it has, you could eat it also. The boy darchle pachas pachas v'kebeitza. Why do you say there's no heter? If even if they're tame, right? There is a heter. You could be if the inside is not tame, just because the outside's tame, the inside's not tame. So just squeeze them out less than a kebeitza at a time, and the liquid will always be kosher, right? So that's so so it's just the opposite of Chista's proving his point that if if this that we say that there's no heter achila, no heter hasaka. What do you mean? There is a hetzer achila because you could do it less than less than a kazayis at a time, less than a kabetz at a time, and you could even though the outside of the grape was tummy or the olive whatever was tummy, the inside is not tummy, and you squeeze it out less than a kabetz less than a kibetza at a time, and you could eat the inside too. In other words, even though these grapes are tummy, but the inside's not tummy according to you, according to Ravacha Baravia. 
So I'm rubbing, no, that's not a kasha. The truth is, you're right. Maybe the inside could be made kosher to eat, not tame. But the problem is we don't want them leaving around because maybe you'll eat the grape. Maybe you'll eat the grape or the olive or whatever, and that's tame. So that's mishum tekala. Omelei abaya michashino tekala. Are you always worried about tekala? In other words, don't leave this around the house, right? Because you come to tekala. Like we said, uh, you shouldn't leave even the uh, berry juice uh, that you don't eat. Can't you use it for sprinkling and goes? No, because you might come to eat the berries. So are we worried about tekala? By the time you learn madlikin bapasu v'shemen shaltrum, you're allowed to light a fire of a uh, Pas and Shemr of Truma Cohen has Truma that came Tome. He can't eat it, but he could use it for firewood. Not Chametz. We're not talking about Chametz. Chametz he can't have enough from, except the corn to Beosei But regular Truma that became Tome, you're allowed to light the fire or light the, you know, light candles for Shabbos for that Malikim, but Pas over Shemin Shel Truma Shenitmas. You're allowed to. I, why aren't you worried about it? You're going to leave bread or Shemin around. Maybe you might eat it, right? So if you have Pas or Shemin, which is, tru, uh, which is of Truma, which is Tome, how do you leave it around the house? You just said that's different because we, 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 we say the reason over there is the truth is that, um, the, the, the liquids of the uh, tutim or the zesim would be mutter less than a kibetza, except uh, the reason is that you, you can't leave them around because you might come to eat them. If you're worried about coming to eat them, how are you allowed to use pas or shemit of truma for, for firewood? How can you leave that around? Maybe you'll come to eat it. Omelet pas zarek lebeitza. I'll tell you how. You can't leave bread in the refrigerator, the freezer, or the cupboard. You have to put the bread among the wood so you're not going to eat it anymore. Now, if you, leave, if you leave it among the wood, among the fuel, you won't eat it. Shemin shel truma, you put it in a repulsive, dirty kli in a vessel, so again, you're not going to eat it. In other words, you're right. These things that are trumatameya, uh, you can't leave them in a form in which you would eat it. In the Chanam, if you put the tutum over there, you might also put it in there, but that's not your use it for zilif. You're afraid that you won't put, because that's what we said before, why? So use it for zilif and put it in a repulsive kli. If it's in a repulsive kli, it'll be disgusting. You won't use it for, you're not going to use it for smell anymore. So therefore, the juices, uh, berry juice, what are you going to use it for? It could either be drunk, you can't drunk its tummy. And what are you going to use it for zilif? Uh, you might come to drink it. Ah, so put it in a dirty clay, in a dirty clay, you won't use it for zilaf either. So the only thing you could do with it is eat it, and therefore that was the problem there. But you are worried about takala. The reason you're allowed to use pas and shemin of truma that that tummy because you put them in a form in which you won't uh, definitely won't eat it. Gufa madlikin pas shemin shal truma shenit masabai omer mishmeir chiskia v'rav omer debei rav chiskia bar marsa omer avuna lo shenalav pas only bread. Bread, because bread, if you take bread and you put it among the firewood, you're not going to eat it anymore. It's disgusting. But if it's, let's say, in the form of grain, the wheat grains, lo, in other words, if you have wheat grains that are detached from the ground and became tummy now, you can't uh, leave them around because what are you going to do? You might come to eat it. You might come to process it and bake it into bread, right? Because what's the concern? What are you going to do? Even if you uh, put it among the wood, you still might, the grain can still, you could still process it and it'll be kosher, won't be disgusting. Even, even wheat also, you can't use at all, right? Even, even wheat you could also use, rather. There's no concern about, uh, about, about that. Why? Why aren't you worried that maybe you'll use the wheat and you'll process it and you'll eat it? Because, because the wheat doesn't get so disgusted easily, even if you put it in the, on the wood, so it gets mixed up with some wood. Now you process it, the bread is still going to be good. The answer like Rashi says elsewhere, speaking about where you boiled it. If the grain is dry, regular dry grain of wheat, whatever, and what are you going to do? You could always process it. If it became tummy, what are you going to do? You can't eat it. And you can't use it for firewood because we're afraid if you leave it around, you might come to process it into bread. You'll mix it up with, uh, with non-tummy uh, wheat. 
But when are you allowed to do it? If you boiled it. If you boiled it, then if you, once you boiled it and you throw it among the wood, then it does become repulsive and you won't use it. In other words, we, the question was, the first we said, the first Pambaya said, that what? That that's only bread, and, uh, bread, uh, you can use if you, could, you can keep bread that's tummy around because you can throw it among the wood. But wheat, no, you can't keep it around because you'll process any. Rebelkman says, no, even wheat, you can make it disgusting. Hechit mit Ravashi, where did Ravashi say his original memra? Aha, Dhamma Ravavin, Baravacha, Rav Yitzhak, Abishol, Gaval Shal Base Rebbe. Abishol, even though he was a great Tana, he was the kneader, he processed the bread, right, the, the dough. He was the kneader in Rebbe's house. They would heat water up for him so that he could use the hot water and uh, to use that in processing the dough. They used truma tmeya. I mean, Rebbe was a Kohen also, right? Was Rebbe a Kohen? I think so. I don't know. And anyway, it was, it was truma tmeya. They warmed it up with, they warmed it up by using the kernels of truma tmeya. Lolish Banesisa, and with that hot water, he used that for kneading the dough. Bitara, he did a bitara. Right? In other words, he had to use the water, it had to be bitara, but he used the fuel that was tummy, and the fuel was chitin. How can you use chitin? How could you leave it around? Maybe you'll come to process it. Maybe they'll eat the chitin that are tummy, which is also to eat. If certainly, you know, certainly for Yisrael, can't eat trum at all, even for a coin. Amarvashi, Sarvashi said, We're speaking about where it was boiled and then it became repulsive, so you wouldn't use it. So again, uh, things that are not supposed to be used, not supposed to be eaten or used, uh, you have to put them in a form in which you won't use them. If you can use them for firewood, then make sure they'll only be used for firewood and not for anything else. In the case of berries and olives and things like that that became tome, what are your options? You have no option. You can't eat it and you can't use it. It doesn't work for firewood. And for zilif, we're afraid if you leave it around in a form in which you could use for sprinkling, you might come to eat it. So therefore, Machman said you can't have it at all. All right, we'll pick it from here tomorrow. It's from a bar Baravan on the uh, eighth line or so. Have a good day, everybody. Hi. By the way, there's... Uh, the, yeah, um, I just wanted to point out a Rashi and on Ahmed Bey's, on Lamigam Ahmed Bey's, right before the lines get wide for the first time in Rashi. Rashi over there explains the idea that Afagab the Ein Mashka Nivla Ba'oka Makabotuma. In other words, according to the first opinion of Avachabar Avia, that the Mashkin inside is not Makabotuma because the Mashka is like uh, contained in a separate container. In other words, it's it's inside, it's not absorbed in the skin, but still it's mashlam for the shear. It makes the shear of kibetza. That's the interesting thing. It makes the shear of kibetza of the ochel, but it's not really part of the ochel. That's an interesting thing that, that he points out according to that shita. Yes? And Brian, why can't we say that kalim are zrizas are mitzvahs, and there's no chashash that they would, they would use uh, truma, they would eat right. truma right. to man? Right. So we say that in the base hamigdash, the kalim's reason heim. But since truma is eaten at home, at home, pink people aren't as careful as they were in the base of Mishnah. We can't say Kohen's reason name, that's usually in the base of Mikdash, because everybody's around and there's only Kohanim there, their family members aren't there, they're really osake and there's, uh, people are telling them what to do, there's mashkicham all over the place. But truma is eaten at home. We're not talking about kachim, we're talking about truma, and at home people make mistakes. All right, have a good day, everybody. Kol